Can you believe it's uh, nearly six years uh, that we've been meeting in this place? Doesn't time fly? And um, we moved here out of the building that we'd beautifully renovated <laughs> because it was just too small. And uh, we were making more room for God. And we're still praying and crying out to God for more of him. And we do that once a month. I know we do that in our own lives, but uh, once a month we're committed to gathering to pray, hungry for God. Our next meeting's on Monday, the 13th of July. Uh, we had a vision when we set up that prayer meeting that, that we'd gather 100 people. We haven't yet hit the 100 mark. Um, so we're still uh, going on with that. And uh, we'd love you to come and join us. It, I know it's only for, for that hour, and you can pray at home, but we'd love you to come and join us if you can, if you're free, just to cry out to God. There's special times when we do that. And we've planted two churches um, over the years. In 1999, it was our first church plant. Grew out of a house group that was meeting in Shipston on Stour. Daniel who is there with hair, and um, they've been going amazing. And uh, it's our privilege just to support them, continue to support them over at Shipston. And uh, I remember, uh, I don't remember because I went over the first day, but those of you who were here remember that it was such a blessing to give a third of the congregation at that time away uh, to plant this new church in Shipston, and God blessed us so much. And Bidford. Uh, now called uh, The Barn over at Bidford, planted in 2005, again with about 30 or so adults and 14 children. And I can't believe it's going to be 10 years in September um, since we planted out at Bidford. It was, uh, I was at a wedding yesterday and just met some folk who, who worship over there now, and they were just wanting to say how grateful they were to Chipping Camden Baptist Church for establishing um, the work there at Bidford. And uh, I do remember it really well, um, driving through Bidford, and we'd been praying about another plant and just hearing God saying, now's the time for Bidford, and ringing up the house group leader and saying, uh, I've got some, I think God's saying something really exciting. Can I come to the house group tonight? And he said, oh, don't come tonight. It's been really rubbish the last few weeks. No one's been coming. And I said, oh, that's a bit disappointing because um, I think something exciting is going to happen. And uh, he said, oh, well, we'll come anyway, but we've only got about three or four. And uh, so I went along. There were 14 of them, shared the vision for planting the church. And within that year, we had over 30 people ready to go to be at Bidford, which is so exciting. And now they're moving to two morning services in September, and they're gathering nearly 300 people, which is fab. So praise God for that. Reaching the nations, we're linked across the world. And uh, Zach, who's, where's that? There you are. And uh, your folks are over, aren't they? Did you see your dad recently? Oh, brilliant. And um, Greg and Teresa and the family will be with us in July. They're going to share in the morning service. And Laurie and Maggie as well. It's not the best picture. It's a bit dark, but um, uh, Laurie and Maggie are there. There they are. Okay. And we're linked in with uh, Eche Homo, who are celebrating 25 years of ministry uh, this year. And uh, we just thank God for their influence and their ministry for Jesus over in, in Romania, and particularly around Cluj-Napoca. And uh, Chris, it's just great. And uh, God's Mountain, was that the one you were involved in building? So Chris was involved in building that place there, which is a children's home. And if you go up to the hill just behind it, and you look down onto the roof, you can see a big CH. 
naughtily put on top. And Chris, there you go. He left his mark in more ways than one. There you go. And we're linked in with India as well with uh, Chandran Shaker, uh, Gaudi and their team working in Hyderabad. And it's such a privilege to have these links wider than ourselves. And we also have our cornerstone churches, both our church plants linked in with us, but also our friendship and covenant with Bloxham and Hook Norton Baptist Church. And uh, Peter Brooks, who's been part of our fellowship, is going to be the pastor at Hook Norton and uh, his inductions in October. And Mike Tidyman, um, who is at Bloxham Baptist Church, was a member of this church uh, before he went to train. And then he was involved in the Stour Valley Church plant and then went to train at Spurgeon's College, and he's now leading Bloxham Baptist Church. So we're privileged to have those relationships supporting one another. And this is our staff team here, and uh, as you can see, we've got a question mark, and uh, Edward's going to come and share a little bit about that. It's part of our gift day. Good morning. Um, so as we were praying this morning, I was reminded just as we read the Bible and we preach from it, how, and Phil uh, made reference to this in telling our story, that the Bible is full of stories. Many of the books of the Bible are named after people. You know that. Uh, you could call them out, but we won't. But, and even those that are a little bit more generic, like one and two kings, are actually had names. Uh, so, the, so much, in fact, all of, of God's work is God sovereignly at work inspiring his people and, uh, and it's great that we're part of that. We're not just looking back at the Bible, but the continuing story of, of what God is doing. We, we want uh, today to focus a little bit in our Thanksgiving service and gift day of telling the story uh, up to the present day, but what is God saying next? What is God laying on our heart? At the vision meeting on Wednesday, uh, we shared something about, about what we believe uh, as a leadership team. We've been praying, reflecting on a little bit over the, the past months about what God is asking of us. And one of those things is to look to appoint someone that would have kind of an official title. We're not really into official titles, but it helps of a youth ministry leader. Kate is our children's ministry leader. We often call her Kate. Um, that's okay. Uh, well, that would be a youth pastor role. Why are we wanting to do that at the moment? Well, as uh, we've looked back over the, the number of years, we've seen God really blessing youth work. Uh, when I, I first came eight years ago and the privilege of joining this church, I remember uh, coming on my first weekend to sit in Brenda and Edmund's lounge over in Stratford, and uh, there were a group of uh, about 15 there. And uh, it's, it's been great to get to know them and journey with them. And over those eight years, seeing many of them kind of grow up, we've seen them go off to university, some have settled in other places. But one of the consistent themes of that is seeing some of those young people uh, really connect with Jesus, make uh, a step of faith and uh, be baptized and start to live that out. I love working with young people because it's not that I don't lo love working with every person. Please don't mishear that. Uh, just caveat that. Um, but there's a, there's a strong openness to the gospel in young people. There's, there's a desire, really kind of commitment of young people to, um, to, to be real in it. Not that we all aren't, but to, to say, what does it mean for Jesus to be at work in my school? What does it mean for me to be a disciple as I step out into the threshold of adult life? What does it mean to, to step out in faith and, and a real willingness and time often uh, to, to do that? 
And I've been thrilled to see so many of, of those. Toby's here, back from the Isle of Man. Hi, Toby. Toby's getting married in, in August. And you've been working in the Isle of Man, uh, serving in a Christian uh, kind of full-time capacity with the Script Union. It's been great. Uh, we bless you as you continue that in some way. Yesterday, there was marriage of Jess and Harvey. Good, wasn't it? Uh, to see Jess growing up as a youth, uh, as a worship leader, and Harvey in all that he's doing. Uh, Emily is over serving at, uh, in Free Runners this morning. She's going off to Uganda in the summer. We've heard about that to serve God for a year. Many of our young people obviously move away and find jobs in London and other places, but uh, we do keep in touch with them. Many of them are rooted into to local church. And some we welcome back. Joss is back, having been in London and escaped back into uh, the glory of the Cotswolds. But why now? Why now? Well, uh, over those eight years, we've seen God's hand upon us. But we've also been aware that there's so much more that, that God is asking in p- this particularly significant time in life. I remember being at a, a conference eight years ago when I was um, in youth work down in South End, And one of the, the people from the platform asked the gathered bunch, when did you become a Christian? And he was making a point, and uh, he, he was, I think, working for Youth for Christ. And he sort of got people said, did you, did you become a Christian as a child? A number of people put their hands up did, and said, uh, okay, next, if you became a Christian before, before you were 15 and under, and a whole bunch more, what about 18 and under? And by the time of 21, about 90% of those people there had become followers of Jesus at 21 or younger now, I know we've just heard about Alfred. We've seen lots of people coming to faith at every age. That's the goodness of the gospel. But we've also been recognizing that there's, there's so much that God is opening up for us, a whole kind of sphere. One of the things that we've, we've been aware of and we've been praying through recently, reflecting on some of the prophetic words God has shared. One of those is uh, God has given us a couple of times over the years is from Second Kings where... Um, uh, the, Elijah is, is, speaks to a widow and says, put out some jars, gather jars, and I will fill them. Don't, don't just do one or two, but keep, put out lots and lots of jars, and everyone will be filled. Part of that vision originally was, was the, the impetus to move here, make more room for me. And we've kind of sensed that again of make more room for me to do more things. Uh, over the past weeks, I was really struck in a service here, and... Uh, as working with young people and week by week, and we, we have a good bunch at cell at the moment, about 15 coming regularly. And I was really I'm reminded that in this very room, in this very building, at least 1,200 teenagers gather day by day. And they're from this town and from the villages and Shipston and, and a whole range of places. There's a huge mission field, a huge opening available for us. There's a couple of people in our congregation who've talked with me and said, we've got a real heart to do something with uh, the teenagers. I don't know if you drive through Camden at night. It's, it's very genteel. But there's often a group of, uh, sometimes if you read the Camden Bulletin, they get a bad press because they, they knock over wheelie bins and uh, antisocial behaviors like that. I love the Cotswolds. Um, having lived in Leicester carjackings and car burnings were the, uh, the things that vexed people there, but we don't get that so much here, praise the Lord. There's, there's like God saying, in, increase your vision 
a bit like saying we've got to the top of, uh, you know, we've got walked up to a level and, and now we're gazing out and viewing and saying there's a new vista to take in, a new horizon to view and to journey into. So it's not saying, you know, we've, we've, we've done enough, but it's saying we can do more, make more room. The horizon is there, the opportunity is there. And we believe we really want to invest in, in that in the coming days. So part of the gift day focus is to raise the challenge for us, to say, would we be able to give? Why We, we mentioned this at the Vision Day. Uh, we're not ashamed about money. We don't often go on about it. But money enables the kingdom of God to, to, to happen in so many ways. That's why we're wanting to focus this gift day. In our budget this year, we, we haven't budgeted for this. Um, but we, we do believe that it's right to... to to look to appoint somebody who will lead in this area, uh, specifically um, whether it's with Christian unions, whether it's um, uh, in this school and others, whether it's in detached work or at work, we work with our young people, working from we, uh, push and shove age from 10, 11, uh, uh, right through to 18, and as people move out to university, college, working life. We'd love to do that. We're asking that in our gift day, that would resource this for a year, such that as we, work, we journey forward in the coming year, we can obviously steward that well and uh, work that into our regular giving and budget. It's exciting. It really is. And we're going to pray. Yeah. And uh, we would uh, invite you to stand. And uh, if you feel... Uh, able and led to pray, we're going to just spend a few minutes just thanking God. So if you've got a prayer of thanksgiving on your heart, maybe something of the story that's just touched your heart or you're part of that story and you want to thank God for that, uh, please do. Let's just spend a few minutes just uh, bringing our prayers of thanks to the Lord.